today's episode is brought to you by PaintYourLife.com. Text COGNITIVE to 64000 for 20% off your first painting. And today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome at This is episode 596 of Cognitive Dissonance. And we're going to start this episode out I don't know. I don't know what to call this. It's in the intro to the show. We say we're going to talk about things that make us mad. This makes me really mad. Yeah. So we have a we we've had a sponsor, um, BetterHelp of the show. They've been a sponsor for our show a handful of times, four times, something like that. Yeah. Um, And we initially were excited to get them as a sponsor. You know, we Cecil and I do some work to vet our sponsors. We want to make sure that it's a product. We turn down things that we think like, no, that's yeah. that, that's garbage. It's not evidence-based. Sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing fucking CBD oil because I don't know if it works, right? Right. So, but BetterHelp, I was like, yeah, that sounds fine. Like, it's therapy. It's a pandemic. Like, it's a, this seems like a good thing to do. So, we were both like, yeah, all right, let's let's go ahead and do this. Come to find out, and, and shame on me for not knowing, I guess, ahead of time, but I didn't even know what to look for. And one of our listeners actually pointed out to us, so thank you. Um, there's an article from Jezebel. Um, from February, February 19th of 2020, um, which describes some of their privacy practices as it relates to their um, marketing of your data online. And it's, to call it appalling would be a grotesque understatement. We'll go through this story a little bit in detail, but I want to let everybody know that we dropped BetterHelp immediately. Yeah, as soon as we found this out, we didn't. As soon as we found that out. Because we both like thought immediately after you know, the year and a half that everybody's had. Right. That it would be a great thing for people who need therapy to get therapy. And and to be able to do that without leaving their home yeah. when they're feeling unsafe. Safe. Yeah. It just yeah. it just seemed like it fit it like the a good ethos idea. of the show. It felt like a good idea. You know, so we were both like, yeah, absolutely, we'll let them be a sponsor. That sounds great. Um, they're fucking awful. You should not use them. They're just, they're a fucking awful company. Do not use BetterHelp um, if you can find a company that will treat your privacy and your data with more respect than this. BetterHelp um, sells data. Now, they don't sell like the actual notes. So if you go on and say, I've got a problem, you know, with this subject or that subject, they don't sell that explicitly. But they sell a tremendous amount of metadata to companies like Facebook. Yeah. And that is intensely problematic. So they sell data to Facebook that tells Facebook that you had an appointment, how often you open the app. Um, I want to read some some of the stuff from the article to go through just how egregious this is. 
Facebook, this is from a Jezebel article, Facebook, for instance, is alerted every time a person opens the app, essentially signaling to the social media company how often we're going in for a session and when we book our appointments. And they confirm this through uh, data that they have, a data tracking program they have using Facebook. Metadata from every message, though not its content, was also sent to the social media company, meaning that Facebook knew what time of day we were going in for therapy, our approximate location, and how long we were chatting on the app. If you if you stop and think about why would Facebook want this? Why would why would that be valuable? And it's because if they know when you're vulnerable, they are able to prey on you during those vulnerable moments. That's why they want this information. It's not trivia. Yeah. It's actionable information that Facebook is willing to pay money for because they think they can get more money than what they pay. Sure. Right? There's no other reason to pay for things if you're a fucking company. So they want this metadata so that they can use you and manipulate you when you are most vulnerable. And you are obviously potentially more vulnerable during those times before, during, and after a session with your fucking therapist. It's fucking evil. It's evil that Facebook would want to buy this data in order to manipulate people during their most vulnerable moments. And it is fucking straight up evil that BetterHelp would be willing to sell this data. Would this be counteracted by a, by Apple's new policy about tracking? I don't know. I, I don't know. So, yeah. and that and that's actually the reason I switched over to an Apple phone. Sure, I've been an Android app, user my yeah, whole life. Apple on my yeah. my phone with the with a recent OS update. I, I don't know when it was. They ask now whether or not you want the app to track you. Right. They say, would you like the app to track you? And most of the most of the apps when that first came out sort of pushed you to say, please say yes, and you'll get right. a bonus. There's an extra plus. Right. Please say yes. Please yeah. say yes. Yep. And I've said no to everything. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I've said no to everything. That's that's a good question. I don't I don't want to pretend I know that answer. I don't know that yeah, answer. Yeah, I don't know either. I but wonder, it doesn't make it any better. And no, I'm not saying, right, no. you know, I'm not saying that's that, that uh, I'm not trying for, I'm not looking for a corner case way no, out. No, I know that. you're not. I, yeah. think, I think we're culpable in this. I think we made a huge mistake yeah. of, of, publishing this stuff uh, on our show and to say that this sh this is because because we went in this I think very naively yeah. thinking that we, this would help people and really what I don't want is for this to hurt anybody or for somebody to manipulate the data and to you know use use the data against somebody who just wanted to just get some help I think we sh we absolutely 100% sure are going to donate this money that we yeah. got all the money that we got from that sponsorship is going to be donated to a suicide prevention charity yeah yeah. That's 100%. Yeah. I'm not keeping any of their fucking money. I don't want a dime of it. No. We're getting rid of it all. So we're going to we're going to do that this week. We're going to we're going to post and we'll we'll let everybody know where we donated to uh in the show notes and if you want to join in and donate uh you know we, we of course would would love I'm I'm uh, uh, any yeah. suicide prevention uh, uh, charity would love to have your money. So we will we will put a link in this week's show notes to us donating that money so that, cause uh, it's, it's appalling. It's absolutely appalling. And it's so tough because I do want to, I do want to make sure that, you know, like, like everything we try to push, like, that's why I love Adam and Eve because it's like, fuck stuff. Yeah, and right. fuck stuff is great because it's, it's just, it's very straightforward very transaction, straightforward, man. Absolutely. And you know, we're also working with paint your life right now. And again, that's also another, it's a fun thing. Yeah. It, I, I wonder like how much due diligence really needs to be done yeah. to avoid this more in the future and 100 percent more in the future yeah. um i mean I, I i think i just want to apologize to everybody if if you use this and we would suggest maybe doing something else 
Um, if you're enjoying this and you can shut the data off on your on your iPhone and you don't care, then you know, best of luck, you know. But I I I don't think this is a good way to find the thing that they're offering. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. So sorry, guys. That's that is on us. And we want you to be aware of it. Yeah. And, and even if you didn't use BetterHelp through the show, I think it's important to be aware yeah, of you gotta it. Know it's it. really yeah. important that you know these companies are using your data in in not subtle ways yeah. to manipulate you. And this is a long article. We'll put it as to be the first. It should be one of the first uh, uh, on the show notes. So check it out. Read this whole article on on Jezebel. They uh, they went through a lot of stuff to figure out exactly how how BetterHelp was using your data. So it's worth it's worth a read. Border control, birth control. It's all out of control. I need another cup of coffee. I guess the worst part of the play was uh, their confidence in it. All right, see, so this story comes from the New York Times. Images of Border Patrol's treatment of Haitian migrants uh, prompt outrage. So, and it's it's not just the images. It's what you can hear them fucking saying. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there is, obviously, Haiti right now is going through absolute hell. Sure. Absolute hell. Haiti has... I mean, fucking Haiti didn't recover from the last yeah. terrible and earthquake. And many of the people that are, that are coming in now are actually refugees from that original earthquake. Which is a horror show sure. to consider. It was 2010 or something My like that. My God, 11 yeah. years ago. So these are, these are refugees from a, from a previous disaster in Haiti. And then another disaster, and now the political instability after the assassination yeah, of their president. Yeah, the assassination it, of their president. Holy shit. So- our hearts should be open to the Haitian people, yeah. right? Yeah. That is the thing that should be true. Yeah. And there, there is a history of Haitian immigrants making their way into the border to seek refuge and asylum, which is a legal process that they have a right to seek, yeah, right? Absolutely. You have a right to seek yeah. asylum. And they, they seek asylum by crossing our southern border frequently. That is, that is a frequent method for Haitian immigrants to make their way. Sure. Border patrol agents are fucking on horseback preventing them from crossing the river. Yeah. Fucking swatting at them with the reins, like that, that like sure. whipping yeah. them yeah. with the reins, preventing them from crossing. Because if they cross that border, they can seek asylum. Yeah. Right. But if they can't cross the border, if they can't cross the border, then they cannot seek that asylum. Yeah. So they're not only are they preventing them. Uh, from crossing the border. But to give you some flavor of exactly what the people doing this work think of the human beings who are struggling yeah, to yeah, try to yeah. survive, right. here is what the Border Patrol agents are heard to have said as they are whipping other human beings and preventing them from seeking political asylum. They said, this is why your country is shit, because you use your women for this. This is what they said as they charged the migrants to push them back. Yeah. They weren't. And, and, you know, be real clear here. They're using horses. This isn't a fucking petting zoo. Right. This isn't no, so that they yeah. could like, like show the, this, they're using the horses like they use the horses in the fucking, when there's, when there's a protest. Yeah. They push the people back. Horse is an intimidating animal yep. and they're trying to intimidate them from coming. And it's so funny how easy it is to, when you watch this video, <laughs> they jog walk past the horse. Yeah, right. It's really just to be intimidating and be shitty and then also like hurt one or two of them. That's what it's for. Yeah. It's not a good effective tool to slow people down. And you know, it's it's crazy to me because 
when you said, you know, that they're, they're that they're trying to stop him from going across the border, it also doesn't matter if they cross the border because Biden, since he came in, has been using the loophole that Trump put in, which is essentially we're under a state of emergency because of COVID and we're going to deport you. They've deported since Biden's been in there 700,000 yeah. people that, yeah. have, that have asked for asylum. Now, I don't know whether or not those are people who asked or those are people who applied and were denied. I highly doubt I very much highly doubt that they were people who applied and were denied because that fucking, that department in the government is tragically underfunded because no yep. one cares about yeah, it. They have not processed those applications. There's no way yep. they process that many. And it's, and this is a continuation of the Obama presidency, in my opinion. Obama fucking fucked this yep. up so badly. This was an absolute abhorrent thing that Obama did. And it's a terrible thing that Biden is continuing. Yep. This is one. And you know, look, there are, I'm not here to say they're the same, like Biden and Trump are the same people. That's a dumb fucking thing to say. And you should be ashamed of yourself every time <laughs> you think that. But I am here to say that this is abhorrent and this is shitty. And I did not fucking vote for this. I didn't vote for somebody to be so fucking so heartless for us right. to be so heartless down there yeah. in this time of crisis for us to see this as not an opportunity to help somebody out. And it's purely political. And I don't understand why this, because it's not going to keep, it's not, it's, it's, it's nothing to do with COVID, right? So the, the auspices that this is being done under is, oh, we're in a state of emergency. We don't want people with COVID to flood our borders and boy, it's fucking, there's 130,000 new cases, not among immigrants. Yeah, yeah. It's here. It's fucking, yeah. it is raging like a goddamn wildfire sure. here among, it's not, oh, we don't have any COVID, so we better lock up the borders like Australia or New Zealand. This did, is right? not World War Z. Right. Well, and I, I would be a little sympathetic if there was a border lockdown like Australia or New Zealand or other countries. Yeah, sure. And they kept their numbers to zero. And they're like, look, we're at zero. We don't want it here. We're at 130,000 yeah. a day. And we got, get the fuck out of here. This we, is not like, oh, you know, why don't we get fucking truckloads of fucking vaccine that right. no one's using. Yep. We certainly have plenty of that. Yep. Could fucking easily vaccinate these people too. I know. You I know, a hundred percent. And you know what? They'd fucking take it because they're not stupid. And the thing is, we should give them that vaccine because every human being on the planet that is vaccinated is a net yes. benefit to the planet. hundred percent. It is. It is less variations. Yeah. It is less new. Because who knows if the, the fucking Delta variant, who knows if the fucking double Delta Ultra plus double yes. plus Charmin variant yeah. isn't going to be 10 times yeah. worse. Yeah. We have a responsibility to vaccinate humanity. Yeah. Every single person that we come in contact with, we should be shooting people with these things like fucking blow darts. Shit, yeah. At this point. Release them back into the wild right. afterwards. Holy you shit. You get a little tag on your ear that tells you we got Pfizer or Moderna. Right? Send them up. I mean, it's 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 an unbelievable thing that that you know, like we're we're wasting this many doses. They're going They're literally to going waste. Going bad. There's no reason, especially when you have this crisis that we could easily, you know, use these. But I want to say too. You know, this xenophobic, this shitty xenophobic way that we deal with this does not change from Republican to Democrat. It doesn't. It genuinely it doesn't. doesn't. Even still, I remember, you know, there was there were a few Democrats on the stage during the during the debates that felt like they had a different approach and they felt like they had a different idea. But Biden to me never impressed me on this. Part. No. And I don't think that he ever would because I feel like he has the exact same idea that Obama had. 
which is they've got to show, there's a couple of ways they've got to show they're tough. And the ways they show they're tough is against immigrants and against other countries that we're at war with. Those are the, or other countries that we want to invade or bully or right. whatever. And so those are the ways that the Democrats have to show the Republicans or the, I guess the middle of the road, because the Republicans are never going to vote for you anyway, but it's the middle of the road voters. Yep. The, the That's how they show they're tough. Fuck those people. You know what I mean? Like, I like, know. like show, show the world that we are, that, that we are who we say we are, yep. you know, that we are that, you know, that, that lighthouse in the dark, that we are that shining fucking city, city on, on the, the hill. hill. Yeah. We're not. We're, we've been rejecting these people forever. And, and immigrants and migrants, they bring such a richness to everyone's life. Like they are, there's a, the being part of a melting pot is an amazing thing. That's, it's, it's unique. It's not unique to America, but it's, it's, it's very, there's very few countries in the world that are as, that are as diverse as America is. And the idea that, you know, you can't embrace that as part of yeah. who you are is disgusting. To see to see diversity as anything other than a strength is to ignore all of the data around diversity. Absolutely, absolutely. And all the great data around immigrants. Yeah, it, 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 diversity and immigration is nothing but a strength for our country. We're, we're, we're in the middle of this place where, and it's, you you would think that their fucking heads would explode, Cecil, from the fucking cognitive distance, right? Because they, on the one side, you've got an enormous group of business owners screaming that nobody will take these jobs. Yeah. You can't find anyone to do this work. Yep. And you know what? That's kind of real. That's kind of real. It is difficult for people to find employees right now. I get that. And yet there are people lining up, lining up to get into this country that many of whom would likely take those jobs. Yeah. But we're just like, ah, but I noticed your brownness. You're not the right person right. for the job in that you're not the right kind of person right. for the job. What I want is a homegrown American. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean a white American. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's, that's exactly what I want. It. Yeah. This is this is a shitty, awful policy, but you know, there's there's gonna be some there's there are blind spots in the democratic and and what the de uh, the democratic leadership Absolutely. wants, and this is a hundred percent a blind spot, and it's disgusting. It is. Hands. Are we the baddies? <laughs> so, New York Times again. Pentagon acknowledges August 29th drone strike in Afghanistan was a tragic mistake that killed ten <laughs> civilians. I love a tragic mistake. Well, okay, so. But it was the, murder. It is. It it's is. murder. A murder's never a tragic mistake. But I will say, I've read a couple articles about this that are interesting. One thing that is different about this administration than every other administration using drones is we acknowledge the fucking error and apologize for it. You know, that's never been done. Really? It, up until this moment, up until this moment, we have never apologized and acknowledged a, this quickly and this publicly. When, when the drone strike program was first initiated, it was initiated by George W. Bush. He used it relatively little. It was new technology. Yeah. Obama accelerated the drone, the uses of drones in, in warfare. Trump used it like fucking crazy. Biden is, is looking to use it less than Trump significantly and, and less than Obama significantly. Although, you sure. know, who knows how yeah, that'll yeah, play yeah, out at the yeah. end of the four years, right? Yeah. So, but this is, mistakes have always happened. We've, we, I mean, there was, there was an error where, uh, we drone struck a, a wedding, yeah, killed a hundred yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but these mistakes are not uncommon in drone warfare because, um, the rules of engagement 
are up to the administration that chooses those rules of engagement. Sure, sure. When Trump was put in charge, the rule for engagement um, when it was Obama is they had to have near perfect, what, what the rule was, they had a near perfect certainty of their target and that collateral damage to civilians was zero or next to zero. So that was the rule. Now they got, they made mistakes. Oh my God, did they have? They made, they absolutely did. They made mistakes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Trump changed the rule. Okay. Trump changed the rule. And it was basically like, if we feel like it will bomb you. And that was, a, that was basically the rule. And that's why they were, by changing that rule, that's why they were able to drone strike Soleimani. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which, which was by all indications a violation of international law. The Biden administration, when they made this mistake, when their military made this mistake, they immediately came out and were like, fuck, we realized they did, they did not the wrong immediately thing. come out. I think as soon as they no, realized they that it was not. a mistake, no, they it did. Was, they, it, took them, it took them weeks and it took, a, it took a New York Times article that was published weeks ahead of time for them to finally admit it. Initially, they were, they were like, no, we hit the right thing. But did they know they hit the wrong thing at that time? I mean, the Times article came out two weeks before their retraction. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Time Times article came out that they, they okay. like like in this article they say it took like they they came out a couple of weeks pretty much their art their previous article was a couple of weeks and this was then within you know a couple of weeks after then they finally said that they admitted it because there was obvious evidence that they were wrong they had hit the wrong that target. they were hit the wrong target that's fucking and terrible. the other problem too though Tom is what you had said a couple of weeks ago. Why do this? Yeah. The only reason we're doing this is because somebody punched us, right? You came up and socked oh, yeah. me in the eye. Yep. And so now I've got to do something to you. I got to do something. I got to show. It's again, it's a show. It's a show that I got to show you I'm just as tough. Fuck, they fucking know, man. If anybody on the planet needs to know, yep. nobody needs to know that we have the technology to do any of those things that are destructive. They yep. don't need to. There's nothing out there that needs that. The problem is, is that, is that, exactly what you said, which is the counterattack on this, which is going to happen. It was after the explosion. Mm -hmm. The counterattack is a stupid move. It's a dumb move. And Every it's time. true. This is exactly what this was. They, they wanted to go out there and find somebody to kill. They needed a body. They had to bring a scalp in. Yep. And that's what they did. Yep. And then they fucking got the wrong guy. They just got a fucking innocent bystander. Yeah, well, they got a whole bunch of kids, it's too. It's kids. And my innocent. Yep. It's awful. It's yep. awful. And again, it's one of those moments where the Democrats have to show how fucking tough they are. Yep. And it's the worst. It's the worst part of the Democratic Party. It's the worst part. It's, it's the part that pains me the most to see. There's no advantage to this. There's no... I, this is posturing for the fucking warmongers back home. Yeah. That's all it is. Afghanistan, the situation in Afghanistan did not improve because we did this, because no, we performed no. this action. No. Because how the fuck could it? It's the way First it of all, we didn't hit, we did not hit a militarily significant target. It doesn't matter. So that was just a failure. Yeah. Just on, on, and there's no, uh, yeah. it's just a fight. But even if we had hit a militarily significant target, what the fuck would have changed? Yeah. I'll tell you what, nothing. Yeah. Because we didn't hit that target. And we had the exact same military outcome. That So every time one of these things happens, you have to say to yourself, if we had done nothing, we'd have been better off. We're better off. Just better off all around. Every time. Yeah. We, if we had done nothing, if we had never invaded Afghanistan, <laughs> we'd have been better off. For real. I know, if, rewind time. If they fucking blew up 9-11 and then we rebuilt those towers, we'd have spent 
less fucking money and lost less fucking lives. Less lives. And and show less, me a metric. Less people would have died. Right. You know what I mean? Not just are not just and if even if you just are just a lives. utilitarian American, less Americans would have died. But if you're just, you know, if you're like, if you're like a humanist and think human life shouldn't be lost, it's exponentially it, better. It's 30 to one. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. It's time to take a shot. I dream of life's return to sanity, of more intellect and less hanity, profanity, vanity, swapped for urbanity. A widespread vaccine can save humanity. It's our shot. And if you feel apprehensive, it's all good. Understood, but don't get defensive. Believing there's a bad shot? Well, that I support. Got my first-hand report. It's called a shot of my lord. I'm gonna take a shot. Tom, I found this on Breitbart this week, and I, I can't... This is such an amazing fucking backflip of logic. I feel like we just got to read this aloud. So this is from Breitbart. You don't have to, uh, Tom's going to read the whole article. Yeah. So we, we're going to put, I don't even know if we're going to put the link in the show notes. I don't know. Ian doesn't listen to the show, so it doesn't matter if he won't listen to this <laughs> anyway. But, but if, if the link's there, you don't have to click on it because Tom's going to read the whole article. So Tom, go ahead. All right. Nolte, Howard Stern proves Democrats want unvaccinated Trump voters dead. Do you want to know why I think Howard Stern is going full monster with his mockery of three fellow human beings who died of the coronavirus? Because leftists like Stern and CNN, LOL, I, every what time it's CNN, LOL, and CNN and Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Anthony Fauci are deliberately looking to manipulate Trump supporters into not getting vaccinated. Right. Now, I will read this whole thing. I just... Was this an epic troll? Is this I, fake? It feels... It feels so fucking I trollish. Where I, you think you think it's an onion article. Yeah, I you genuinely feel like somebody wrote this as a joke. It's I can't I can't tell. I can't imagine a human being thinking what is written here. I okay, so I gotta read it, but I genuinely, listeners, do you think this is real? All right. Nothing else makes sense to me. In a country where elections are decided on razor thin margins, does it not benefit one side if their opponents simply drop dead? If I wanted to use reverse psychology to convince people not to get a life-saving vaccination, I would do exactly what Stern and the left are doing. I would bully and taunt and mock and ridicule you for not getting vaccinated, knowing the human response would be, hey, fuck you, I'm never getting vaccinated. You know, that's how, you, that's how they're vaccinating people now. They put their, your head in a toilet full of vaccine and they flush it. <laughs> and then that's... What, 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 they, they knock the books out of your hand and when you look coronavirus down... Coronavirus is the books. So. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, though... Let's stop here just really yeah, quickly and point this out. You fuckers said no a long time ago. There couldn't be a your side not getting vaccinated to mock if you just got vaccinated at the same time I got vaccinated. Because right. in March, everyone was pretty much, you know, April, I think, is when it all opened up. Right. April, so April. Because yeah, yeah. I was I was a we pre-smoker. Yeah, so right. I was able to get it late March. Right. But April, end of April, I, at people I knew in the middle of April that didn't have any pre-existing conditions were getting it. Right. Yeah. If, if there would be no, all the Republicans are, are unvaccinated side, if the Republicans yeah, they just had gotten, gotten vaccinated, vaccinated at the same yeah. time, you created this line yeah. to mock. Sure. Yeah. You're, it's, yeah. I, mean, I didn't create the line. It, it's, and, it's, and it's one of those things that's like, it's like, first off, it's a dumb thing to even think. Like, I'm not, 
I'm not using reverse psychology on you because I don't think you're an in as intelligent as a kid anyway. <laughs> so I wouldn't use it on you in the first place. Yeah. But I, there's no reverse psychology. I genuinely want you to get fucking vaccinated. I, I 100%. Right. And if I have to like, like pat your head or give you a hug or rock you to sleep or put you in a stroller and take you there or, you know, wake you up when we're at grandma's so you can get, I don't care. <laughs> like I'll do anything. Right. Like I'll do it. I'll drive you to the fucking vaccination station. Just like I would drive a Democrat to vote. I'll do it. Man. Absolutely, man. I, I want, I want everybody to be vaccinated and Part of that is very selfish. I will admit that. Yeah. Because I want this to be over. I want it to be finished, man. Like, let's get the, this yeah. only ends one way. I, I, I Let me rephrase. This either doesn't end or it ends. Yeah, one right. Way, yeah, right? that's, yeah. Because we're that's in the it. doesn't end portion of the right. program. Yeah. yeah. I, I think people are waiting it out. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, you can't wait out your house fire. You're not going to wait it out. You got to get vaccinated. Right. I keep reading. And why is that a perfectly human response? Because no one ever wants to feel like they are being bullied or ridiculed or mocked or pushed into doing anything. Okay. Okay. I, I, I just have to go. Yeah. But you know what? The, it, children have this mindset, right? Like this is a very juvenile mindset. Sure. It is just an incredibly juvenile mindset. If, if everybody around you is telling you that getting vaccinated is a good idea that's not you being bullied. That's all of the experts who went to school are saying, hey, I went to school for this subject. That's not being bullied. Yeah. You're just a contrarian. Yeah. And that's juvenile as fuck. That's on you. Yeah. And you know, the other thing too is like, there's plenty of times in your life you get told to do something that you might not want to do. That's called having a job. It's called, it's called living as an right. adult. There's so many different things I don't want to do as an adult. I don't want to fucking call the car insurance guy. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to get on the phone and deal with X or Y. I want to like, I just want to, I just like, I want to fucking hang out and do nothing. I want to watch TV and fucking <laughs> sit in my fucking pajamas all day. But I don't. I go to work. I do all kinds of other stuff. I work three fucking jobs for Christ's right. sakes. So like the idea that there's the, the, the whole adult world is pretty much mostly shit you don't want to do tied to one or two moments of, of, of enjoyment. Leisure. Yeah. Yeah. You, you buy your leisure with effort. Yeah. And, and, and the idea that you're going to sit there and be like, well, I don't want to get told what to do. You get told what to do all the time. Shut the fuck, fuck up. up. So juvenile. Who wants to cave to pieces of shit like Howard Stern or Jimmy Kimmel or these repulsive doctors refusing to treat the unvaccinated or Bette Midler or, or, or... Who wants to feel like they're caving to a guy who's such a piece of shit, he publicly mocks people who have died. And he's not just a piece of shit mocking them. He's a piece of shit hurting the families of the dead men left behind. And where was your outrage when Rush Limbaugh did this? Yeah, right? Yeah, the fucking Rush Limbaugh was, it, it, Rush Limbaugh was awful. And there's plenty of fucking, it's not just Rush. There's other Republicans that have died since that we're finding out used to do this with AIDS patients all, all the, the time. time. So get the fuck out of here. No one wants to cave. To I know a piece that's, of and I also want to say, I know that's what aboutism. So I'm not gonna, I'm not here to defend what Howard Stern no, no, is no, doing. No. I don't care what Howard Stern is doing. Yeah, does is it distasteful? Yeah, but Howard Stern has made his fucking money on being distasteful for decades, man. He's got like a four decade long career in radio of being a shock jock. That's literally what he does. Well, also I do want to say I think there's a a real big distinction between. People who die of AIDS and people who die of a preventable Absolutely. fucking yeah, illness, fucking right? Fucking 100%. Yeah. They're, they're, that's an important fucking distinction to make. Like if somebody gets AIDS, that's terrible. Yeah. Because they 
especially at the beginning of the AIDS crisis when people didn't even know didn't like know what's going what on. the fuck was going How on. I was transmitted. Nobody right? knew. Get the fuck out. You're going to yeah. compare that to something that's like, well, I could get a jab at Walgreens. Yeah, I know. It's, S- same fucking thing. Get the fuck out and, of here. And also the idea that he's, you know, he's making it sound like, uh, I don't know exactly what Stern has said, but from what I've read, and actually I did listen to Stern talk about it, it didn't sound that bad. Didn't sound that mocking. It didn't sound that yeah. bad. No one wants to cave to a piece of shit like that or a scumbag like Fauci or any of the scumbags at CNN, so we don't. And what's the result? They're all vaccinated and we are not. And when you look at the numbers, the only numbers that matter, which is who's dying, it's overwhelmingly the unvaccinated who are dying. And they have just manipulated millions of their political enemies into the unvaccinated camp. Why, why, can I ask why they put, you know, when we looked at that previous, previous uh, paragraph, they're talking about, you know, who wants to cave to a piece of shit or whatever, like Fauci. What the fuck is what wrong is, with Fauci? What, what does that he even do? mean? Like, cave to a scumbag like Fauci. Like, you're the one who's, like, demonizing health experts. I, right. Like, why do that? What's the point? What's the purpose? They hate, they've hated Fauci ever since the beginning. And I think it's because Fauci didn't give shit. He gave shit to Trump. Yes. And he kind of yep. made faces in the background. Yep. Put his hand on his head. And he disrespected in their eyes their fucking godhead. I and it made him it. mad. Yeah, I think he contradicted their leader. Yeah, and it pissed him off. Yeah. It, uh, he's a scumbag because why? Because yeah, I, I just don't get it. I just don't understand like like you're the one demonizing health officials. If you keep demonizing health officials, what the fuck else do you expect to happen, yeah. stupid? What who what what's amazing is like again, I I'm 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 struck like oh, now we're not going to get vaccinated because you guys want us to get vaccinated. Well, why don't you why is it why didn't you guys go get back? It's a Trump vaccine. Yeah, I mean, like, why, he's the why one who is it the other the direction? Yeah. If this is the way it's, if if that's the way he's it's going to say be. Trump vaccine at the end right. of this article too. Yeah, but it's like, but the other thing too that makes me crazy is like, it's great, to, you know, if you don't like somebody, that's fine. But just to say like you don't like him, and then there's no reason why you don't. You're just like, I just don't like him. You're like, okay, well, that's just your intuition. Right. Who cares about it? Yeah, they don't have a beer with him. Yeah, right. If it, it, if if you don't, if you look at Fauci, you're like, I wouldn't have a beer with him. Okay, cool. I literally don't care. But if you look at Fauci, you're like, I don't think that guy knows anything about epidemiology. You'd be like, well, you're a fucking you're idiot. Fucking stupid. Then you you don't know anything. According to the CDC, 99.5% of those dying of the China flu are unvaccinated. So even if they're lying or exaggerating, even if it's 75 or 80%, those numbers are pretty stark. Well, even if they're lying, you know, yeah. Yeah. What asshole is at the fucking hospital, Tom? And he's dying of fucking coronavirus. And he's like, I got vaccinated, but I'm a lie. (laughs) I'm a lie about it. Or like, or is it that the doctors are lying? Because now- it, it's amazing in the right's mind that everybody with a fucking degree is a leftist conspirator, right? Ah, oh, the doctors are now against All the doctors are now against you. And then all the journalists are now against you. And then all the science guys are now against you. And Such a real, large group of people that are like, against all the, It's like all the people you rely on for everything. Oh, well, it's either that or Facebook, I guess. Right, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm. yeah. Could it be? Could it? possibly be that the left has manipulated huge swaths of Trump voters into believing they are owning the left by not taking the life-saving Trump vaccine? Here's Stern. Longtime radio host and media personality Howard Stern laughed as he mocked a string of right-wing radio hosts who died of COVID. Also, real quick, here's Stern 
And then you don't quote him directly. I know, he's a terrible writer. Like, he's a terrible the, writer anyway, above. Like, he's really not right. a very good writer. But then he doesn't quote him. Just quote him directly. People know what they quote. You don't yeah. have to tell that it's happened on Tuesday's edition of Sirius XM. Nobody cares. Stern said, it's really funny when these radio, the radio guys are the best. They're like, four of them dead. Four of them were like ranting on the air. He cackled. That's what he said. That's the worst thing you could find That's that he it. said. Yeah. That's it. He literally just stated a fact and laughed. Also, if that, if you're that easily fucking manipulated, Jesus. holy shit, you should be embarrassed. Fucking. And they always scream about the other side being triggered. I How know. easy is it to trigger you? Somebody, somebody said something and it didn't specifically somebody even identify somebody me. Somebody said something factual and smart. <laughs> Have you ever thought that maybe the left has us right where they want us? Just stand back for a moment and think about this. Also, this guy writes with so many ellipses. I know. Oh gosh, God. it's like a fucking, it's like a, it's like a fucking note you find folded the, in a class. The, the the guy, the fucking English pedant in me wants to take a red pen oh, to this fucking, God. to my screen right now. Seriously. Right now, a countless number of Trump supporters believe they are owning the left by refusing to take a life-saving vaccine. A vaccine, by the way, everyone on the left has taken. Oh, and so has Trump. Now think about this. On this very day, about 1,000 people in the U.S., 2,000 actually, will die of the China flu. How many of those lives could have been saved if they had been vaccinated? Is it 998? Is it 778? Is it 229? Does it matter? And if the left is all vaccinated and we are not, who's winning? The push for mandates is another ploy to get us to dig in and not do what's best for ourselves because no one wants to feel like they're caving to a mandate. Why? You came to all kinds of mandates, and, man. And this is the part where I think it's a troll. This this part where it's like, it's life-saving and all, you know, all that. This is where I think he put this in Breitbart to troll. To, okay. I think this is a left-written article. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know the guy. So. I don't know either, but I, I feels that way. Final note. How many of you are aware the CDC believes that 99.5% of those dying are unvaccinated? I bet not many of you. So I would the metric that is the most convincing one not be all over the place. It is. It is. I know. It's literally, literally read anything. all over the place. Like they talk all call the time. They're like, get vaccinated. They, I've seen this so a, many infographics with the people, the human yeah. little little bodies that they're showing as thousands of people or whatever. And there's like one in the ICU and the rest are all unvaccinated. Also like, they're, like we've the term is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And then like at the end of that thing, at the end of that infographic, they show like one in the ICU and none in the dead column. Right. Like, I mean, seriously, dude, they're giving you pictures. They know you're so <laughs> stupid that you will not listen to words and you won't read words. They're showing you in hieroglyphs and you still fucking pass this up. Well, they would do scratch and sniff, but you've God. lost your sense of taste and Holy smell. shit, Tom. Are you fucking serious? I know. Do I, know. I have to fucking beg you? Do I have to get on my hands and knees and be like, no, I'm really, I love you so much. Please, please, please. <laughs> Fuck off, man. I, you can put it in my mouth a little if you Jesus. get the vaccine. Is that I mean, what has to happen? fucking childish that you got to get fucking coaxed into the chair. They got to give you a lollipop and they got to pretend they gave it to mom first. I won't do what's right for me because oh. you want me to do it. Jesus. Okay, well, you know who loses then, stupid? God. It's not me. You know, and I know that there's the same thing that fucking popped up over fucking seatbelts years ago. I know. It's I know. the same time, same thing every time there's some sort of safety measure that pops up. Everybody's like, my freedoms. And then 
10 years down the road, everybody wears a seatbelt. I know. Do you know a single person who drives around with a seatbelt off? Do you know anybody? No. I don't know a single- That would be the weirdest thing. It would I don't be know. like if they had their pants off. I don't know a single person who gets in a car oh. and drives around with a seatbelt. I do. I'll tell you okay. this quick story. When, when my wife and I were in Belize a couple of years ago, oh, okay. well, we met with- But this though. is funny though. We, we met with a friend of hers that had that it was an expat who was living down there. Um, and we were going out to dinner and we get in his truck- and in Belize, you don't have to wear a seatbelt and you can drink and drive. Holy shit. And they bad. have the third highest rate of fatalities for do. motor accidents in the I world. I bet they do. With a population yeah. of basically nobody. Yeah. But yeah, the drive, you could drink and drive and not wear a seatbelt. Oh. And everybody's dead. Jesus. Everybody yeah, all the right. time is well, the dead. The evidence says yeah. that's terrible, but we're still doing right. it. Right. Yeah. That number is startling, an eye-opener. Forget cases, forget mandates, forget masks and Howard Stern. When you learn that almost everyone dying is unvaccinated, that's a come-to-Jesus moment. I could be wrong. Maybe the left isn't that evil and sly. But when I think of the or unvaccinated- Maybe we just don't care. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe I don't care to reach out to you to get you- I. Literally, I haven't done any kind of reach, outreach. I haven't done no. any of that. I just don't care enough. I'm like, look, man, I want this to be over. I want you to get vaccinated. But what do you want me to do? Go door to door? What? How should I do this? The, you know, the, the way that you do, honestly, what you do is you support people in powerful positions to make good decisions, yeah, right. right? That's what you do. Because I'm not going out because there's a plague yeah. right now. Uh, but Maybe. when I think of the unvaccinated lying there dying, being told by their doctor, sorry, there's nothing more we could do to get enough oxygen to your lungs, I don't laugh. My heart breaks for that person. Imagine lying there dying, thinking that all you had to do was get the Trump vaccine. Even if this isn't the left's plan, who's owning who? And again, that's why I was like, who's owning who? Like, it, it, it feels not Breitbart. It yeah. feels like a side article. This guy, this guy genuinely, though, probably is. Well, you know, here's the thing. There's a hundred percent, not hundred percent. There's a there's a percentage chance that somebody saw money in being far right. That that happens yeah, all the time. You're right. Yeah. So it could be that the guy is just a regular dude who saw that this was a way, and maybe he is a person who probably got vaccinated and right, you know, right. doesn't and and now he's just saying this because it's you know maybe he's a troll, maybe he's not, whatever. But there's a possibility he's not a yeah. far right person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean that you know. I can't imagine that many Breitbart level people write for Breitbart. <laughs> but anyway, I saw this this weekend. It's such a fucking, it's such a, it is such a leap of logic oh, to get yeah. to, you have to twist yourself in a fucking pretzel like position to get to the point to blame other people for your own neglect of your yeah. own. I, I didn't do this one simple thing that yeah. would have saved my life because you wanted me to. The now who looks stupid. <laughs> And that's exactly what I wanted. So that way you don't vote. That's I that's that's what I was don't. doing. Yeah. Yeah. He is right though. Like there's a lot of people dying that are that are far right. Yeah. There's a lot of far right people dying. And that's gonna be one of those things that, you know, down the road, um, you know, I don't know if it's gonna change anything, but it might change things in state elections. Who knows? You know yeah. what I mean? State elections don't have a lot of people that go out anyway. Yeah. They're small turnout votes. I would be it, it when you when you look at the states that are having the worst time, most of them are solid red, except Florida. Florida's always kind of a purple state, man. It's kind of bouncing. And you know, you, you you're do right. Wonder. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that. It's not like next year Alabama's gonna have a fucking Democrat governor. Right. 
Hey, glory holios. We've got a new sponsor for you today, paintyourlife.com. I thought, what a great idea for a gift for birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, divorces, appendectomies, or first dates. Maybe not the last one. Ooh, but I figured it must be prohibitively expensive. But may I don a monocle and say to you, not so. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. Or combine photos of people and places you love into one painting. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. User-friendly platform makes it easy to order a custom handmade portrait in less than five minutes. Send any picture, yourself, your children, your family, a special someone, not the first date uh, situation, a cherished pet, even an extra shot of you or your children playing your favorite sport. Make the perfect birthday, anniversary, or wedding gift. Meaningful, personal, and can be cherished forever. Personal experience. thats I shouldn't have read that part. I, I, I've seen some amazing examples of work online and examples hanging in offices, homes, podcast studios. Incidentally, I did notice that our podcast walls in Cecil's house are depressingly empty and really could use some art. If anyone has any ideas for the art that should be on the walls, let us know. For instance, if someone happened to contact a professional hand-painted portrait company with truly affordable prices with an image of their choosing and it made its way to us, then it may end up on the wall. <laughs> All right, back to the ad offer. I shouldn't... I gotta... Okay. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love your final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word COGNITIVE to 64000. That's COGNITIVE to 64000. Text COGNITIVE to 64000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Disclaimer must... Okay. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text COGNITIVE to 64,000. Oh, I missed the beats. It's fine. And now a new ad. Hey, you! What's up? Uh, what what? are you doing? Nothing, nothing. I'm good. I'm good. What's up? Oh, I found some cool auditory illusions online. Uh, uh, let, me, let me play this one for you. What is it sound like? Okay. Glo- Laurel. What is it? Laurel. 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 Glory. 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 Right? What? No. It's like Laurel or Yanni. It's, it's not... Gl- Here, try this other one. Okay. At, uh, Think about it. At, at, um... Wait, play it one more time. Okay. AdamandEve.com. Oh, yeah. AdamandEve.com. Ian, what are you doing? This is not an ad. I'm legitimately trying to connect with I'm you. Just, okay? It's auditory illusions. What do you hear? That's what Brain I hear. Needle, brainstorm. It should be one of those. That's, it's not I hear AdamandEve.com. It. And it's not enter code. I mean, it is enter code glory, but like... In this instance, okay. I hear what I hear. Oh, shut up. Here's another one. In this one, it's just a sound file. I'm not going to explain it. So okay. just tell me what you hear. It's just static. Right. So I'm going to prime you with a sentence and let's see what you hear after. So here's the prime. 
The juice of lemons makes fine punch. Okay, the juice of lemons makes fine punch. Right, so I'm going to play the exact same first file again, one more time. A little audio pareidolia. Let's see what happens. Wow, that really worked. Get 50% well, off almost any one item when you enter Awful Code yeah, Glory. I don't know how you what? did that. That but, was like, first of all, it was twice as long, and that's not what it's supposed to be the lemon thing. And, okay, here's another one. I don't know how you could possibly hear something else. Here, I'm going to play it. Okay, listen, the pitch keeps going up, up and up and up and up and up. Hmm. And it'll just keep going up infinitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, the shepherd tongue. Oh, I hear it. Right? Isn't it cool? I hear what I hear. Okay, this next one, impossible for you to mess up. I'm not messing up. Okay, it's called binaural beats. It's an auditory illusion in your brain. Right. The beats are produced in your brain. It's not the sound file. Okay. Okay, here we go. All right. Oh, yeah. Right? Isn't that cool? Oh, yeah. If you just listen to one side, you just hear the pure tone. Exactly. Oh, wow. It's changing. Wait. What? What is that? Whoa. That's not... That's not in the file. Yeah. GloryAdamandEve.com. Wow, that's pretty cool. For fuck's sake. What? That's what I hear. All right, fine. This is an ad. Go to AdamandEve.com. Get 50% off almost any one item. What else? Six free movies, a gift for you, Mm -hmm. them, the both of you, and free shipping. Right. You happy? We can't have a nice Sunday together. I'm just... With uh, just, like, exploring YouTube... You gotta make it a nap. Everything's gotta be monetized with you. Okay, okay. I'm so, I'm sorry, Gary. You still want to eat popcorn and watch Foundation? Yes, I want popcorn, and yes, I want to watch Sci-Fi. Okay. And if you want to eat popcorn and watch Sci-Fi, you can do that. But first, go to AdamandEve.com and you know enter code Glory. The Thank Irish you. Butter? The Irish butter is in the fridge. Can we end the ad? Let's fucking end it. Oh, okay. Uh, bye. I'll be back. I'll extort, I'll take each and every state to court. I'm a trump, I'm a threat, I'm a narcissistic prick in debt. Counts are I am not, I won this election by a lot. And if you still dissent, I will kill democracy. To remain the president. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 Everybody Sister comes from CNN Politics. Memo shows Trump lawyer's six-step plan for Pence to overturn the election. This story was fucking everywhere this week. This story comes um, as part of the discovery and and other documents that came from uh, Woodward's new book, Peril, I think. Um, God, that guy has been fucking making a mint mint. off of Trump. Just mint. Printing money. Absolute fucking mint.
So, but this this has since been uh, verified. There's a, a memo um, which has been obtained. The memo was written by a, a lawyer named John Eastman. John Eastman has on paper serious credentials, but he is known around Washington as being that guy who proposes really wacky shit. For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he just proposes like really wacky legal shit. And this is really wacky. Yeah. So, but there was a plan to overthrow the will of the American people, yeah. subvert democracy, and install Trump into the presidency. And it, it terrifyingly, it rested on the back of Mike Pence. Yeah, Mike Pence, maybe a couple other people. There was clearly a couple of senators, I yeah. think, that, that they tried to approach that, that laughed them out of the room. But essentially what they were going to do is have Mike Pence reject the vote of several states. Seven, I think there was seven, seven, seven states, total yeah. states. And then what they were going to say was, instead of just saying, well, that gives Trump the electoral lead, because it would, they instead were going to make it be like, oh, but that's okay, we'll just pass it off to the House. Well, the difficulty is, is that while the, the, the Democrats did control the House numerically, they did not control the House for the weird corner case bullshit that we have to do when it becomes an electoral thing. Right. And the weird thing we have to do is we basically have to decide as states right. who's going to be. And so all the states have to get together and make the decision. Well, they had all the states they needed to lock it up. Right. So if Pence had done and what Trump, Trump would have been president. wanted, Trump, yeah. yeah, Trump would have been president. If Pence had done what Trump wanted, he would have declared those the, the election of those seven states invalid. Then he would have, like you said, kicked it back to the House of Representatives and we would have ruined democracy. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a civil war. I, mean, I can't imagine it being shit. anything else. I mean, the only reason why it wasn't this time around when you know, the Democrats won and they lied about what happened is because I think not enough people believe the lie. But if if they were to do something like this and throw out actual results, right, just it all would of a be, sudden, I, 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 I don't know what would happen, but it would be something very, very dire. I, I have no idea how that would have played out either. I, obviously, it would have gone to the courts. They would have been embroiled in a mess. The states would have been like, no, our election is fine. And then yeah. they've been auditing. And who knows what the balance of power would be in the middle of that? Can you imagine? Can you just imagine that kind of turmoil, the economic impact on the yeah. world yeah. that that would have? The, the, the world uses the U.S. dollar as the primary currency of the world. I know. Our... We'd be in it. We would be in a global recession and overnight. It's a hundred percent because overnight. one guy didn't want to lose. He didn't want to lose I, face. It's a hundred percent because of the narcissism of one, one shitty asshole. One like seriously, I can't. It's harm hard pressed to look through history and find a worse person than Donald Trump. And I know that there's so many people out there that say, "Oh, you got Trump derangement syndrome." Oh, blah, blah, blah. Seriously, these are. These are actual quantifiable ways that he is genuinely the worst person. If he's willing to subvert the will of millions of people for his own vanity, who else could possibly be I know. worse than that? I, every, I mean, every action that he took was, was influenced mostly, it seemed, by how he personally would benefit or be perceived individually. Yeah. Not about a policy position, an ideology. He didn't even have like a politic no. that, that he was driven by. Yeah. And he only appointed sycophants. It was never, there was never a moment right. where there was somebody in government that was kind of like, like he didn't have a Dick Cheney. 
Right. He didn't have somebody yes. who was kind of driving the car because he was an idiot, right? Who didn't know where he didn't know where he was right. going. <laughs> so he put the guy who knew the map better in right. the driver's seat. Okay, see, so I let you drive because you're good with directions. <laughs> so was Dick Cheney. So was Dick Cheney. Yeah, right. So was Dick Cheney. Yeah, and Dick, you know, he didn't have a Dick Cheney. Because he, he would have fired him a weekend because Dick Cheney wouldn't stroke his ego. Yeah, Dick Cheney wouldn't put up yeah, with that shit. Anybody who stroked his ego stayed in for the whole fucking, they stayed in for the run. The people who didn't, they got canned and they got replaced by somebody who would. Yep. And that was over and over and over and over. And also, if they wouldn't, like, do illegal shit for him, sometimes they would fire him. And, like, swear weird oaths of yeah. fealty and shit. Yeah. Like, the fucking FBI director yeah. is it's like, crazy. what? Well, I mean, he, just, he also got rid of Sessions because of that, too. And yeah, ways, absolutely. You know? So, you know, Sessions didn't, Sessions wanted to rec rec recuse himself of certain things, and Trump didn't like that, and he fired him yep. for it. He wanted him to do something that was unethical. And if he wouldn't, wasn't going to go there for Trump, because that's how Trump did business, man. If you weren't willing to do the unethical shit for him, he was going to get rid of you. That's why Michael Cohen was his lawyer for I him. know. You're loyal to the family, all that bullshit, whatever. And then they turn on each other immediately the moment. The it's moment mob any, shit. The moment anybody gets taken in, they're always like, he did it, it was his fault. <laughs> oh, I'll never God, rat, I'll never uh, rat. I'm ratting right now, yeah. I'm ratting right now. Anyone needs <laughs> to rat, I'm a rat. Amazing. Anyway, it's just one, it's just another moment of the Trump presidency where you look back and you think, it could have gone so differently. Yeah. And oh. I know that this is the worst timeline, but maybe it's not. Maybe, well, I know, man. maybe there might be a little worse timeline I, out oh. there. We... To, to think back to how close we came to utter and complete fucking disaster. Yeah. Because it wouldn't mean just that Trump wins. Like, yeah. that's not... It, it would mean that we literally ruined our democracy. Yeah. Hey, did you know the moon landing was faked? Well, I heard that aliens built the pyramids. Well, I'm reading that Big Pharma is using chemtrails to make the Earth flat. Whoa! Who are you? I'm the Internet Explorer. Well, not that Internet Explorer. He's still buffering. It looks like I got here just in time. Did you know that 93% of everything you believe is a lie? Really? Of course not. But that shows how easy it can be to fall for misinformation. Allow me to explain. So Cecil Lister comes from uh, iflscience.com. Fact-checking is actually very effective in challenging disinformation. And the funniest thing to me about this is that I had a hard time believing this. <laughs> but you know what I did? Yeah. I checked it out, yeah. and now I think it's probably true. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how that works, Cecil. Yeah, because, because intuitively, what we've seen and what yeah. we, our anecdotes have led us to believe is that it's not, it's not effective. Right. And we have, since we've sort of been doing the show, we would have, if you would have asked me before I saw this, if it was effective, I probably would have said, I don't think so. I would have 100% been like, absolutely not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That doesn't matter. I would have, I would have told you, I would have told you not only that, that, that it doesn't work, but that it probably drives people to double down more. You know, what's funny is that it actually changed their minds on a, almost a one full point out of five. It was a big it's a, difference. It's not a small difference either. Yeah. It wasn't just a little difference. It wasn't just, oh, well, point zero 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 seven right. people were more inclined after being fact-checked, so then it, therefore it's true. It was a lot. It, yeah. it changed their minds by a lot. Being fact-checked changed their minds. Now, there are some people I think you'll never reach with a fact-check. I For do sure. believe that. Oh, and, the, and, yeah. it, and it's shown up by the data, too, because it didn't convince every single person. Right, right, yeah. And, and though that's probably why intuitively I, I get so frustrated, right? Because 
there are those people that are intractable yeah. in their belief systems. Right. And so that leads you to think that everybody who's wrong is intractable, you know, or everybody who has a mistaken belief system is intractable sure, in that belief sure. system. But we we know from the evidence yeah. that that's not the case. And we should be doing a lot more fact-checking. I, I am encouraged that, you know, fact-checking has become more structurally a part of how we consume information. So, yeah. you know, and I, I don't often give credit here, but a little credit where it's due. Some of the big social media yeah, sites have putting up fact begin checks. putting fact checks on yeah. things. If it is proven to be effective, 100% we need to do that stuff. Yeah. What I do wonder too is, doesn't matter who the fact check comes I feel from. like that might be a problem. Yeah. And that's one of the things I was thinking when you just said that is, what if they knew who your likes were so let's say let's say 10 different people fact check a thing. Let's say 10 different people on Facebook, 10 different groups of yep. media. Let's say there's Reuters, there's going to be an AP one, there's going to be a, a, a MSNBC one, there's going to be a Fox News one, there's going to be... But they all come up with pretty much the same answer, right? COVID right. vaccines are effective, let's right. say, right? It's a pretty simple answer. They all quote the same science. They all kind of say pretty much the same thing, but they do it in the tone in which those particular things do. And then they just look at what you liked in the past. And then they just put up that particular fact check. That doesn't sound like it'd be that hard. It feels like it would tap right into it. And then you would see this thing that you already From trust. source you trust. Because yeah. it's something you already liked on Facebook or you already visited quite a bit. So if if my, you know, my uncle, who's a fucking total Fox News junkie, sees from Fox News, fact checked by Fox News, actually, um, you know, the election wasn't stolen. Right. Or whatever. Right, yeah. That might change their mind. I think certainly you're right. a lot more, certainly a lot more than if it was AP or Reuters or if it was MSNBC or Snopes, right? Yeah, or worse, done just by the platform. Yeah, by the platform because they don't trust the platform I, anyway. Right. We've all been told so, and I've been telling people don't trust the yeah, platform. I feel like I feel like you could easily just yeah. have those people write up a thing, That's get true. it approved by the platform so that, you know, I know that there's going to be some difference. But it's not going to be so great that it's not going to. It wouldn't convince that person, especially if it's yeah. about vaccines or any of that stuff. But I and I also think if you are in a position where you're in somebody's life where you're a trusted, yeah. loved resource, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this tells us that we can fact check them. I think it also tells us that fact checking is not the same thing as arguing with people. Right. Right. Fact checking is literally that. It's you know you said something and I'm going to check it and I'm going to post. Yeah. and provide you evidence and say, hey, you know, I, I looked this up and it turns out that this other thing is actually the case, yeah. right? That's fact-checking. That's not the same thing as like swinging dick. Sure, you know, yeah. Which, well, you're which, fucking stupid. Don't right. be a fucking idiot or right. whatever. Right. I mean, yeah. And the problem is, is that online arguing lacks the nuance of of interaction with regular online, regular, regular interaction with people, right. like in human contact, which we're so starved for anyway. But the idea is like, yeah. you know, it's it's such a different way to talk to people that I think people automatically go into their online speak, which is mostly more aggressive. At least I, I again, if you showed me a study that changed my mind, I might not agree, but it feels like it's more aggressive, yeah. at least from my anecdotal experience. It feels far more aggressive than regular talk. I would be hard pressed to see an again. If if you show, show me the, the evidence, IFL science yeah, with the right. with the attached study. I'm willing to listen to you, 
But my experience online has shown me that yeah. it's very aggressive. Yes. It's more aggressive than it is in, in person. And so people jump to those pra and they fight. They just fight. And so it almost always... And it's funny because like very recently, someone I know posted a, a comment about a... Uh, when that big thing went in down in Texas, the big thing where they, they took away women's rights down yeah. in Texas. Someone had posted and said, look, Christians, this is on you. This is on the Christians. The, even though it's a small sect of people, these evangelicals right. are a smaller sect, this is on you guys for not standing up for us. And it started this huge rift in this group of people that I'm, I'm sort of quasi friends with mm where there's a couple people that are Christians in that group and other people are not. And they fought really, really. And it's funny too, because these people are, they're very close in this organization that I'm in. And to see them fight with each other so vehemently online, it seems super out of character. But again, I felt like, well, yeah, it's online. They're fighting online. They would never do this in person. Right. You wonder how much it even like carries over. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is a really interesting article though. Being uh, the idea that fact checking works is heartening. It was incredibly heartening. Yeah. It was, and I, I guess what what I've taken from and I, I thought about this is I'm not going to argue. I'm going to fact check. Yeah, I think that might be the that might be a good way to do it. You know, yeah, I'm just going to look at claims and fact check them, and that's it. That's yeah. the extent of the conversation. I think that's as a, far as that I'm might concerned. be a smart way to do it. Yeah. No. So for this week on our Cogdis Book Club, we read the Demon Haunted World chapter, Dragon in My Garage. <laughs> so I, I remember reading this chapter. I do too. too. And my memories were way off. Mine were too. Uh, it, you know, it's funny because when you mentioned at the very earliest part, I think it was might have been the first or second chapter, you said this book is, a, is very much a product of its time. Talking about it being focused on aliens. Yeah. And I don't remember this much alien being Man, neither in it do when, I. I was, when I read it. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. But you know what? Here's the best part about this book. These, uh, the way he, his, the logic he's using can be used against any yep. kind of pseudoscience, against any kind of supernatural belief, against any kind of religion. And I remember the dragon in my garage and and using it to sort of break myself away from the idea of, you know, the the idea of a god. Yeah. I it, it's it's funny because you and I both have the same the same failure of re recollection I think because the tools are what matter. They're right? all yeah, it's all what you yeah. apply them to. He's applying them in this case to alien abductions and alien visitation etc. and that makes a lot of sense that, you know it's just Carl's wheelhouse, yeah. right? But I read that book many many years ago. I think you gave me that book. And when I read it, I came away with it not remembering anything about the aliens, Me but having too. these tools in my toolbox. The dragon in my garage analogy is just such a powerful analogy for the requirement for evidence. Yeah. The requirement for uh, things to be both provable and disprovable. Yeah. And if you have any assertion which lacks evidence and cannot be disproved, it lacks all meaning. Yeah. Whether it's aliens or whether it's ghosts, or whether it's it's any any hypothesis whatsoever. And he's talking about credulity mostly in this, and the, the idea, the dragon in my garage idea, 
is that someone says, I have a dragon in my garage. And then you say, okay, cool. Let me show it to me. And they say, well, it's invisible. And then you say, okay, well, I'll just throw a little flower on the ground and we can widely see its footprints. They say, no, it actually floats. You say, okay, well, I'll just spray paint it. They say, well, it's incorporeal. And then they say, okay, well, I'll get a heat sensor. They say, well, it doesn't give off any heat. And so every single test that you come up with, they reject because the dragon will not show up on that test. And, you know, it really does feed itself into... You know, of course, not just alien, alien, the alien sphere of the paranormal, but it also feeds itself into all the other kinds of yep. spheres. But when it, when you're talking about the alien sphere of the paranormal, you know, all too often, you know, you throw yeah. out these tests so you can have the result that you want, which is exciting. The idea, I mean, don't get me wrong, even in, even in this chapter, Carl says, I would love for this to be fucking true. You know, I don't he think anybody it. wants it to be true more than Carl. Yeah, I mean, Carl Sagan was like, I fucking want, like of all the people out there, right. this is fucking money if this is true for yep. me, baby. But it's not. And this happens all the time when it comes to UFOs, when we say the word UFO, because there's plenty of unidentified objects, but our vernacular has turned the word UFO into synonymous with yep. an an alien spacecraft. And that happens so much with language. I just, you know, yeah. the theory has a I real know. term yeah, and yeah. You know, UFO has sure. a real meaning. It has a real meaning. And we, we've we bastardized those things away from their yeah. scientific meaning. The problem is, is that <clears throat> UFO is a very useful term that right. we've thrown away. Yeah. UFO is a wonderful term to say, I don't know what that is. I know. But it is turned into the exact opposite, with it, which it, which means I know exactly what yep. that is. I've identified I've that. I've identified. Yep. It's, it's not, and now it is identified. Yep. And, and that's the real problem. And he's talking about two in this, he, he spends some time talking about how real science happens when it comes to seeking out aliens life. If we look across with radio telescopes, yeah, we, this start a great to, part. we start to look and we start to figure out what's that sound I heard? That's a repeating yeah. sound. Is it something this? It didn't come back next week. Okay, well then, you know, and if and if you can't put together the evidence for it to be the thing, then it's not the fucking thing, the end. Yeah, and it tells a great anecdote where Soviet scientists in an uh, ex- irrationally exuberant they had a, held a press conference saying, you know, hey, we we got this result from our radio telescopes and we think it's proof of extraterrestrial life. But they hadn't gone through all the steps that scientific yeah. process yeah. requires, which is verification and repetition. And so they they were irrational, but they were excited, right? And you kind of understand that. It's 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 forgivable, it's human. It it is you know, we all want to be excited. We all want there sure. to be big things. You know, I want there to be big, exciting things. So they gave this press conference and then they were later kind of humiliated because, you know, the science ultimately did not back up their conclusions, but they wanted that conclusion sure. so much that sure. they were willing to put themselves out there yeah. before finishing the process. It's like that cold fusion. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when when they announced that there's cold fusion and everybody was like, oh, really? And they're like, yeah, but we can't reproduce it. Yeah, it happened one time. It happened one time. In I, Niagara yeah, Falls. I can't tell. I, I, <laughs> it really happened though, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, totally, cold fusion's really hot. Totally happened. Really, really hot. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. It's in Niagara Falls. I totally cream pie fusion. <laughs> but this is this is one of those one of those things though where where Carl very much explains the need for that evidence, the need for the rigor, the need for people to stop wanting and start finding. Yeah. And I think that that's the key and and it and it's 
there's so much of this. It's so funny because you watch one of these shows, watch watch any of these fucking ghosted, and not ghost adventures. There's a show in particular, um, a Paranormal Caught on Camera maybe is what it's called. Okay. It's on this travel or uh, Discovery America station. And uh, I've seen it a couple, you know, a dozen times or so, the show. And it's all just fucking blurry footage off your fucking, <laughs> off, of a, yeah. off of a camera. Or it's, you know, a baby monitor sound that sounds weird or somebody goes into, so or somebody is clearly faking something. That happens quite often when somebody will come in with a camera into an old creepy house and something will roll across. And you're like, how the fuck do I know there isn't a guy with a string pulling right. that? Yeah. You know, you don't know. It's just, it's just it's TV, it's right? TV. Yeah. It's, but they're, they're, sh- they're sending this in to a group of people who want to be credulous. They yep. want to be, they want to be, they don't want to be tricked. They want to think this is real. Yeah. And so very often what they'll do is they will turn to someone on that channel, on that show, and that person will say underneath them their name, like paranormal investigator, and they'll have a Chiron under there that makes it look like they're a fucking, just a, a, a some sort of expert. And then they make claims where they'll say, they'll say things like, you know, well, Bigfoots do this thing where they call out in the wild, where <laughs> they, know. you know, they'll, they'll do that. They'll, right. they'll make a statement yeah. where anybody with any kind of the, any kind of skeptical bone in their body will look at him and say, well, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> First off, you can't make a statement about a thing that no one's ever found that seems like you understand their culture or something. <laughs> but well, the mating call, the yeah, Bigfoot, sounds like... Serious, Tom. Someone would do that on there and they would be taken 100% serious. And that happens at least five or six times an episode. Someone will make some bold, assertive claim about something. You know, they'll say, well, you know, spirits... They will inhabit a place where they they had some severe trauma in when they were alive. They'll say that as if they will say that as if it's a fact. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're telling you a fact. This is already determined. This is one hundred percent proven fact, yep. and they're saying it like that. And there's never a moment where there's another guy who steps in and says, "What the fuck was that person just talking about?" Because right. there's because because I think in order to get to this place, you've got to first prove a spirit is a thing. Right. I think yeah. we got to start there. You've got a lot of work to still you got, you got a lot of work to do to even get to the point where you can distill their thoughts. Right. Right. Make sure they exist first. How about that? You know, I've heard that like, well, a lot of times, you know, it, uh, it's a spot of the house that's cold and that's where. Yeah. And you're like, or it is a cold yeah. spot a in cold the house. spot in the house. I have one. It's right over a vent. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be by a drafty window, yeah, exactly. et cetera. Yeah. yeah. But he, he does go through, Carl goes through great pains um, to say like, look, if there is an earthly explanation, you are required. If there yeah. is a logical, yeah. reasonable explanation, you are required to think that first. Sure. Right. And you have to do that all the time, whether it's ghosts or Bigfoots or aliens or gods or, yeah. you know, conspiracy yes. theories of any type. Is there an explanation that does not require the, the laws of known zoology or physics or yes. to be all subverted? Yeah. Because that's probably, that should be your fucking go-to. And he goes back to the dragon at a certain point and he says, if there was footprints on the ground, then now we've got to change our idea of what can exist. Right. Yeah. There can be invisible things. Or if I spray paint the, the the dragon and it and it's real in front of me, but it is floating, 
And then you're like, well, fuck, there's floating drag. There's yeah, floating right. things that are invisible. And so like, yep. when you think of these human tests and they come back with, that's a real thing. Now Time you've to change. change your ideas. But you should not, and he says it in there, you shouldn't be so open-minded that your brain falls out. Yeah. And that's the real problem is, is that we're in a position now, especially in the common culture now, where it's just people are just super credulous. They are 100% ready to believe anything. Yeah, well, it's also, it's kind of seen as like a little gauche to push back on right. somebody's like crystal beliefs or their, sure. you know, uh, why, why you got to push on that? Well, you don't be an asshole. Don't be belligerent. But I also, I also feel like, why does that shit get a pass? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and I, I and again, I don't think we should be belligerent, but I also feel like we should not just take every assertion unchallenged. There's a reason why anti-vaxxing is still going on. And yeah. it's because I think we were fucking tolerant of it. Before. Yeah. We were tolerant. We're just like, oh, it's just a few people. It's just herd immunity. They'll be fine. It doesn't matter that, you know, 2,500 people or whatever in the United States don't even get their measles vax. If the rest of us get it, we'll just take care of those 25, just like 2,500, just like we'll take care of all the immunocompromised people. Right, right, we'll right. Take, they'll be fine. Other people will be fine. And it didn't matter as much, right? When, it, when measles is a low, low stakes, all that stuff. But once it starts mattering, Yep. Now you realize you fucked up in the past. You should have fucking nipped that in the butt. Yeah, I, I think I think the tacit acceptance of any worldview that does not require evidence yeah. just leads you down a path. Yeah. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons. Kay, Dale, Chris, JR, Jacob, the... Mm, in Mick is as long as you want it. As long as you want it. I love that because I made that person change their name. <laughs> uh, you have to ask my mom you, if you can stay the night because if I ask her, she's going to say no. That's all one thing. That's like great. Thing. And that's so true too. Like that, that back in the day, it's so funny too, because it worked for all my friends' moms. Like if I came up and asked if that could stay the night, I'd be like, oh, can I stay the night today? Or I was like, yeah, sure, honey. But, but if they were like, can Cecil can, spend the night? Yeah, they would all, they, well, they would sometimes say yes or sometimes say no, depending. Right. But it would be like, if if I asked lots of times, it would, but the exact opposite with my mom. It would be, first off, she'd never say yes anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but my mom, when they would ask, be like, fuck no, get, get out of here, kid. I remember one time my mom, um, I was teasing her, I was doing something, awful. And my mom was a beater. My mom used to hit me. Yeah. So my mom, she grabbed the closest thing and it was a drumstick <laughs> that was nearby. And she grabbed the drumstick and she started beating the shit out of me with the drumstick. <laughs> She's hitting me. She's wailing on me. I'm screaming and oh, oh, oh mom. And my buddy's laughing <laughs> at me because I'm getting my she ass start kicked. Him? She turned and she fucking went oh! in the face and she's like, you're next. And he was just like, how? <laughs> and he just like stopped laughing immediately. It was actually really amazing, but she's she's gonna hit my friend with the thing. Didn't work with my mom. That's all I wanted to say. Oh anyway, my God. Continuing on, Jeff, Goose, uh, Karen, Chris, Allie, Michael, and Ryan, and the people who up their pledges. Ian's butt plug. Dear God, please help. There's a hamster in here trying to make me its bitch. Fuck you, hamster. Fuck you. <laughs> That's a really long... Remember, guys, if you up your pledge, you up your pledge Cecil will read, read whatever so fits on that if line. You, if you want to make fun of Ian, that's fine. Nora and Kyle, thank you so much. And now I'm going to read uh, this week's. We want to thank Lynn, 
a, a male lady, and it's M-A-I-L, a male lady, Jeffrey, John Ain't Dead, James, Sarah, Theodore Counterblast. Is that what that I says? I think it is. Brandon, George, and people up their pledges, none. That's not a name. So I guess I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Ian, does that mean nobody up their pledge or does that mean somebody up their pledge? That's not a name or because if it's, if Ian in the future, (laughs) if none is not a per, if that's not their thing, then there's nobody who did just don't put anything there. there. Ian, you did a bad job. Just say no buddy up their pledges or just leave it blank. You could just cut it off and I wouldn't read it. That's another option. Maybe there's somebody out there named Name none. none. That's not a name. That could be somebody's none. That's not a name. So I want to go through a little bit of email this week that we got. Uh, we got a message. This is an image. This is an image from. Uh, <laughs> this is an image from JJ. It's so good. And it's fucking something else. So we're gonna post it on this week's show notes. It's just a. It's an image and then a tweet reply from Jesus, and you're gonna to want to see it. We got a message from uh, Michael and Michael wanted to talk to us about uh, vaccinated nurses and uh, there's sort of a big long email here, but, uh, but we did want to talk about, we did want to mention too, like we didn't want to get across that we're getting down on nurses. No, very much not. Yeah, very much not. If it came across that way, if I came across that way or Cecil did, it's that's not at all what we were intending. No. So I would apologize if that's the case. But there is there is research that shows that that there's fewer nurses that have that have that been vaccinated, and there's more anti-vax nurses than there are doctors. Doctors. So we were we were speculating, maybe irresponsibly. We yeah, were speculating yeah, absolutely. Irres- as, yeah, as possibly irresponsibly. What might be causing? Yeah. Right. So here are two different groups of people, both in the medical profession, and physicians are much more likely to be vaccinated than nurses. Nurses are more likely to be vaccinated than the general population, but they are not as likely to be vaccinated as physicians. And I I don't understand what drives that. We're trying to understand what drives that. Especially when you work in that situation and you see people sick with this thing all the time, whatever it is, whether it's the flu or whatever. And, And we know that it's not just COVID. It's other things too. Yeah. It's the flu vaccine and other stuff mm-hmm. too. So, but yeah, we, we 100%, like, like here's the thing, like Tom and I are, have a, a, most respect for people in the medical profession, period. Absolutely. Utmost respect. They, they do a hard job. They do a difficult job. They go through a lot of training and a lot of school to do that job. And so I have the utmost respect for them. And if that had come off any differently, I don't want it to. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dick. So trust me, I'm not trying to be a dick at all. This was super interesting, Tom. We got a message. And this is from uh, this person. I'll just call him Chris. They're a mathematics person and they know a lot about math. They're a math professor. They're a math professor. And they said, they were listening to the podcast and we were talking about last week. And Tom and I were saying, yeah, if you're in Idaho, there's a four in 10 chance. A person who walks down the street, you know, could be, could be not vaccinated. Right. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So this is, this is actually, I want to just go and read the math here. Here's one way to think about it. Since 40% of the population is vaccinated, 60% is not. When you have two different people together, you multiply these percentages as decimals, then reconvert to percentages. So since person A has a 0.4% chance of being vaxxed, and so does person B, the chance that they are both vaxxed and therefore neither are vaxxed is 0.4 times 0.4 or 0.16, 16%. This means there's only a 16% chance that you walk up to two random Idahoans and both of them are vaccinated. 
This forces you then to realize that you have an 84% chance that at least one of them is not vaxxed. And that's, that is real interesting. That's, that's the way, you know, four in 10 people are vaccinated, but then you start putting groups of Put people another together. Person together. Put another it, one. It's, it Put another changes, one. Things. changes things immensely. And not in a good yeah. way, as it turns that, out in yeah, this case. It's so, I, when I read this, I was just like, it was one of those moments where you're just like, because I, I don't yeah. do statistics. I'm not a statistical no. guy. It doesn't, it doesn't work in my brain very well. And this was a great email. Thank yeah. you so much. So yeah, very, very important last line too. He says, moral of the mathematical story, stay the fuck out of Idaho. <laughs> I think intuitively you can just say that, but yeah, right. mathematically now you just proved it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's nice when you can quantify yeah. how much you don't want to be in Idaho. QED. Thank right. you very much. Uh, I don't even know if you do that for math problems. I know you do it for philosophy <laughs> stuff. Uh, let's see. So we got a message and this is a, a, a there was a, a story we didn't cover this week, but people stepping away from vaccines and saying they want to be religious exempt from vaccines because of fetal use. Right. This hospital in Arkansas is basically saying, look, okay, well, then you got to fill out this form that says you're not going to use Tylenol, Pepto-Bismol, aspirin, and Tums because they were all <laughs> found out based on this technology. Yeah, they, right. Yeah. So that technology is, is repetitive use of the same cell. Yeah. So like, it, it's not like a, brand new abortion for every research uh, project. They just squeeze one out. Right. We have to milk a new abortion. Yeah, they, don't have like a, they don't have a fucking juicer they're sticking fucking babies in. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. it's really, I think it it's is. a really great way to say, are you sure? Right. Because you got to swear off this other stuff. And if I see you taking a fucking Tylenol, yep. now I know you're fucking lying yep. to me. Now you're full of shit. And so I think that's a really important piece that people seem to forget is that, you know, we need to push these people when they say something. To, I'll take you at your word, but now I'm going to make sure you don't use anything else either. Yep, that's based absolutely. on this. First off, we got a message. This is from Kim. Kim sends in a long message and she says she found us by through SGU. I have no idea how that would how work. How is that possible? I don't know how that's possible. Anyway, uh, they're going through, they're talking, they're talking about some, you know, some bourbons. We talk about bourbons on the show, on the live streams. They're watching the live streams and they're saying... I'm on the hunt for a good Xmas gift for my bourbon-loving significant other. I think I found some blends, but there are some options that range from 99 to 250. Can you say anything about or recommend this single barrel? Um, can you tell me if the price seems right? I have no idea what I'm doing with bourbons. Okay, here's the thing: Blands is very, uh, it's it's one of those scarce bourbons now because of the bottle. The bottle is a very distinct bottle. It's been yep. in John Wick. It's been in justified. It's been on TV a lot. And so it's been used a lot. And so people buy it now because they recognize the bottle. It's also a fucking money bourbon. It's, a, it's, 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 it's my very it's favorite fucking bourbon. amazing bourbon. It's terrific. It's, it's really genuinely an yeah. excellent all around bourbon. I don't think you go wrong buying a, a, a bourbon, a, a Blanton's regular bottle for 99. I would have spent an 80 for it before in, in the city myself in Chicago um, yeah, it used to go it, for 60 yeah, in the burbs. And if you can find it now, a hundred might be a pretty okay deal because it's 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 getting more scarce. Now, if they're just selling a regular, no specialty anything for 250, no that's way. a that's a little too expensive. Yeah. But I will say this: if it's like some special Vinters blend that only like they 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 barrel aged it longer or it's from a very small batch or something. I don't think you're going to go wrong buying a $250 bottle of Blanton's as long as you find that price in other places. I would price check it somewhere else yeah. to make sure. But that 
fucking bottle, if it's like a special bl- batch of Blanton's, is probably fucking amazing. Yeah, I've never even heard of that, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah. It means that I want to find out about it. Yeah, but anyway, I would... But def- if you're paying two fifty for a regular bottle of Blanton's, yeah, you're getting too much. juiced. That's too much. Yeah, you're absolutely getting... You're getting taken. Uh, so Mike sends in a message, and Mike says he's been listening since episode 27. Oh, damn, How amazing. Mike. And he says, I was coming out of the restaurant back home and I ever heard one of the employees hang up the phone on a customer laughing, saying someone just called and asked about ivermectin and pill form. <laughs> <laughs> Petco. We got an awesome image from Diego. We're going to try to see if we can make a shirt. Love we gotta, it, Diego. We got to contact our shirt folks. He made this awesome Mario Brothers. I'll, I'll post it on this week's show notes. If Ian remembers to post it, we'll post this image. Um, it's the it's a Mario Brothers image of the two of us, and it's super cute. It's and so amazing. great. It's adorable. So, uh, so well, thank you, Diego, for making it. We're gonna probably make a shirt out of it, and you won't get, see any of that money. I'm just letting you know. You <laughs> so we got a message from Aaron. He says, talking about people uh, being lazy about vaccines here in Wyoming. He said, above Colorado, below Montana, and flanked by Idaho on the left, and Nebraska and South Dakota on the right, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, that helps. It genuinely helps. Um, he says, the state government has started doing giveaways about lotteries or, or, and lotteries for getting vaccinated. You can, uh, uh, you can win, I guess, a few hundred bucks, a switch, or one of three or four different guns. <laughs> That's the most Wyoming fucking solution to the problem. You could have a toy or a gun. It's amazing. It's so good. Uh, Anyway. All right. So that is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, We are uh, busily putting away, putting together a 600th episode. Tom and I actually hilariously are both going to be on vacation. Yes, we are. We planned our vacation around (laughs) our 600, but we totally didn't realize it was going to be 600. No, it just worked out. It just worked out that we're not going to be in town. So we have to (laughs) pre-record. So we are in the process of doing that. We're pretty excited about it. Um, And I'm sure you will be too when we do it. Um, be sure to catch us on our live streams. With this last week, we reviewed uh, anti-COVID far-right memes, and it was an absolute hoot. We did Crazy. it for a full hour. Yeah, we did. Long um, show. Might not be as super great on audio. Um, we tried to read what we could, but uh, the the you might well, this might be one of those ones you want to watch. So go check it out on uh, on all the places where all the streams are. All right, that's gonna wrap it up for this week. We're gonna leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this.
The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.